Welcome to the Heal Here podcast. I'm your host, Kate Flick, aka Oracle Lightworker. I'm a Holy Fire 3 Karuna Reiki master teacher and Akashic Records reader. I also happen to be a Gemini, don't judge, a 5-1 emotional manifester and empowered empath. I am literally obsessed with helping you heal and showing you that you are your own best healer. Join me here where we will explore different techniques and modalities and where I will share personal experiences and channel guidance to help support you as you move along the spiritual and healing path. I am so glad you're here. Sitting, sitting is the opposite of standing. Sitting is the opposite of running around. Sitting is a wonderful thing to do because you're sitting. Sitting is the opposite of standing on your head. Sitting is the opposite of hanging from a bar. Sitting is a wonderful thing to do. Got one thing to say. I think that sitting is something that people say it is bad. But you know that sitting is actually good because you deserve to relax. It's kind of like a nap. It's kind of like something else. But it is actually just sitting. (laughs) You deserve to sit. (laughs) You deserve to sit is what the message of this podcast is today. I hope you're sitting. I hope you're not running around. I hope you're not standing on your head. I hope you are just chilling right now, and actually, you probably aren't. When I'm listening to podcasts, I'm usually doing the opposite of sitting. I don't think I could act, you know what, come to think of it, I don't think I've actually ever listened to a podcast sitting. I couldn't. I can't talk on the phone sitting. I can't do a lot of things sitting, but maybe this is a message for me. I got to start doing that, but I actually, the only time I've ever listened to a podcast sitting is when I'm driving but I'm doing something else, right? So if you are, let me know. Hit me up in the comments. (laughs) What comments? Hit me up my DMs. If you listen to podcasts sitting, I want to know. I want to know (laughs) because I have never envisioned that before. It's just not something that I do. Anyhow, it was only a matter of time before I had TJ Mack. (laughs) I was karaokeing TJ Mack. Um, I have been following Brian Jordan Alvarez for a very long time because he is freaking hilarious. He's brilliant. And I just have been getting so much joy. I don't know how long I've been following him, a year, two years, but I just love his characters that he does. And TJ Mack is one of them. And it's like all of his content on his page is pretty much these characters that he does and you start to believe that they are real people and you get invested in their lives and their stories I actually my favorite I love TJ Mack but my favorite is probably rich aunt rich aunt depends how you pronounce it um she's probably my favorite character I also like Marnie if you know you know um but seeing his song (laughs) Because it's it's all, anyway, it's hilarious that it's blown up and now taken the world by storm. And of course, I'm obsessed with it. Anyhow, if you're not following him, you have to follow him. And it's funny because TJ Mack has this wife who is just like, whoa, she's pretty harsh. And yeah, she's been, she's been showing up on his page (laughs) with her comments. She's pretty annoyed at everybody because she's always, you have to. She know she's always known his greatness. And it's funny because this character is like, he's, 
he's had this music career and he does these songs and it's like hilarious. And now it's like, what the heck? <laughs> what is happening actually in the world that now TJ Mack actually has song? Like he's been featured in People Magazine, I think, Time. Maybe not People. Maybe it's just Time, NPR. Uh, there's some other things. Other places. Is on Spotify. Like what freaking like alternate universe are we living in right now that this is it's like it just show to me it's like showing like the power of intention the power of manifestation and co-creation like this freaking character that brian jordan alvarez created now has like a hit song in real life like what the heck and anyhow i just keep seeing weird like evidence of people co-creating and these things happening that are, I don't know, like, it just makes me feel really good. It makes me feel like anything is possible. I'm just, I feel like I'm seeing these little miracles manifest all the time. And I love to see it. Like another person I follow is Matt Raffy at Matt Raffy, M-A-T-T-R-A-F-F-Y. And Matt is a Broadway performer for Anne Juliet. And so I've, been following Matt for a while like before Matt was on Broadway or anything like that and now th- this past week they th- so they have a role I think as Gregory and Anne Juliet but this past week they're the understudy for May which is I guess a more um what's the word what's not a primary role but like there's a a lead I don't know if it's called a lead role I guess anyhow Matt did May that week and this past week and whenever after after the performance like actually I don't know if it was before the I think it was before the performance that Matt found out that Ariana Grande was in the audience and watching the show anyway you have to go to Matt's Instagram there is like a post about it showing like the reaction and like Ariana Grande is Matt's like number one person like you know you have somebody that you would do anything to meet it's like your person everybody knows that for me it would have been nick card in the backstreet boys that has changed <laughs> i don't know about nick these days but um who would it be for me now oh my gosh let me think on that that is a difficult question but for matt it was ariana grande anyway you gotta watch watch the the things anyway the things, the posts, the posts that he put up about it. But then there's all this, anyway, Matt got to meet Ariana Grande after, and it was just the most heartwarming thing to see their dreams coming true in that way. And also even like Matt's road to Broadway and stuff. Anyway, it it was just, I don't know, so inspiring. And then Matt is, Matt is on people. Maybe that's why I'm getting the people like, Matt's encounter with Ariana Grande is on People magazine and like it's being like it was on Entertainment Tonight and and people in the comments are like what is life like just knowing Matt's background and knowing I think Matt comes from New Brunswick is from New Brunswick um Canada if you're not Canadian listening I'm pretty sure Matt is from New Brunswick and so to see Matt's journey and now like being entertainment tonight people and people again in the comments are just like what is going on like how did this happen like what a dream 
And I feel like I just keep seeing evidence of this lately. People's wildest dreams are coming to fruition. And I feel that energy and I love that energy and I am leaning into that energy. And I think the messages for you to lean into that energy too is that we are in a time right now where we can, we can have whatever we want. <laughs> we can manifest these crazy things and it is, everything is possible. I do feel that. But again, there's also other energies that we can get swept in, you know, swept up with and like the energies of the collective and energies of fear and chaos and these things as well. And what I'm hearing today, and it's interesting, we, we are going to talk about fear frequencies and fear energies. Um, but what I'm hearing right now is that you get to decide, you get to decide what timeline you are on. Okay. Are you on that timeline of manifestation and miracles or are you on a timeline of living in fear every day and and looking for the threats and being in hypervigilance like are you connecting with that energy of everything is possible or are you connecting with the energy that i am being controlled and everything is limited you know that scarcity energy so yeah, it's interesting. I wasn't, I didn't think I was going to be talking about Matt Raffi or any of this, but it's, I think it's coming through for a reason. I just am so here for these stories where you are seeing these miracles almost manifest people's like wildest dreams. And it's like, how did that happen? And, and the message that's coming through right now is that it can happen for you too. You can have those moments where people are like, seriously, like, dude, I don't know what I'm saying. Seriously, dude. Seriously, dude. Like how? Like how? Like go to Matt Raffi's comments and see all the comments that are like, oh my, like what in the world? What is life? What is happening? And I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. I'm here for the situations and that just seem impossible coming to fruition. I am here for the miracles. I am ready to receive them. So I hope you are too. I hope you are too. So before we get into today's episode, I just want to let you know that there will be Reiki level one and two training and master training. I haven't forgot about you releasing very soon. And I just finished my latest container of the hybrid Reiki level one and two training. And it was a beautiful experience. It was very healing and my husband actually jumped in on this uh, particular training. He he has been attuned by me before and taught solo one-to-one. But I had always said to him, like, if you get a chance, like, join one of these, you know, trainings. Because I just feel like you would benefit so much from being in the group and from practicing with others and the conversations and the discussions. And so... It's kind of hard because usually when I'm teaching, he is <laughs> responsible for driving our kids everywhere and kind of holding down the fort. So we made it work for this um, this latest training, and he really gained a lot from it. He said he was, you know, so happy that he joined this group, and he actually really saw some of his clairs opening up at the end. Like he's very clairsentient. He's always felt 
the energy very strongly in his body. But during his practice session for the first time ever, he started to see images. So his clairvoyance was really starting to open, open up, which was really exciting for him. So it was cool to have him in class as well. And I received lots of positive feedback around the hybrid model of teaching. My students are telling me how much they have found it to be so helpful to have the pre-recorded modules that they can go back to again and again. And they really enjoy this uh, way of teaching the curriculum and just having that access to the information. So just stay tuned. Be sure you are signed up to my newsletter. There is a link in my bio so you will be kept up to date on all my offerings and i have some other things that i am working on behind the scenes which i will be excited to share soon so stay tuned all right so today's episode is about conspiracy theories and i feel like this might be a hot button (laughs) topic is that even the word hot button topic i think did i just make that up (laughs) hot button topic. Um, Oh yeah. Why is this coming to my awareness right now? Um, Last week when I, of course, sorry, of course I'm going off track here, but last week when I say NSYNC, bye, 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 I realized after I sang it and I never even made mention upon reflection, I realized, oh, that, that song was significant because, you know, we, there's messages around rebirth and new beginnings and, just around releasing the old and bye 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 why I can't even sing it anymore bye 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 anyhow I feel like some I feel like the message was actually relevant to the October Akashic forecast I digress and I will stop singing now <laughs> back to conspiracy theories everybody um so I actually looked up conspiracy theory to see what the real definition is for a conspiracy theory and what I found was it's an attempt to explain an event or set of circumstances as the result of a secret plot by usually powerful conspirators okay and so I feel like there's been more and more maybe conspiracy theories um, cropping up lately, or maybe they've always been around. It's just with media, uh, you know, we're being exposed to more conspiracy theories. And I I know that conspiracy theorists get kind of a bad reputation by some in society. And so what we're going to do today is talk a little bit about conspiracy theories. And I opened up the records just before I started recording to gain the perspective from the records about conspiracy theories. Because if you are on the healing or spiritual path, you are, when you're coming out of autopilot, it's natural to start questioning things, right? The layers are being peeled off. Okay. You start to see things differently. You start to prep see the dysfunction within your family that you never, ever noticed. Maybe you start to see the dysfunction in society. I know I was someone who (laughs) I've been very naive a lot of my life. And I just kind of always believed in the good (laughs) of everyone, not realizing that there were people who, you know, There are people out there who manipulate, whether consciously or unconsciously, but for their own benefit. 
And as I've been on the healing and spiritual path, it's felt like the blinders were coming off for me. Like what? <laughs> like I was again on autopilot, just accepting everything at face value, believing everything, believing that no one would take advantage of me. And this is in my, you know, in my life that no one would take advantage of me. And then on a larger scale, like when you look at the government or, you know, different organizations, not believing that anyone would take advantage of me either. I was very naive. And so when I started to heal and peel back the layers, I started to see things differently. I started to question. And I've noticed over the last number of years, I've become attracted to you know, conspiracy theories and questioning things and investing time into reading up about different conspiracies and, you know, just trying to be open-minded and, you know, feeling like, okay, I can't just walk around in my life believing everything at face value. Like I need to question some things. I need to do research. I need to open my mind up to different perspectives and maybe different possibilities of why certain things are happening. And I think this is a natural part of spiritually awakening is is starting to question, question your current reality. And I think that that is very, very important. But lately (laughs) I found myself in the last, you know, number of months really having my focus drawn to different conspiracies. And when, you know, the tragedy in Hawaii was happening and the wildfires everywhere and just everything around that situation in Hawaii was very upsetting for me. And I found myself going down these rabbit holes and just seeking out information about like how these fires happen and why, why did these fires affect certain places and not others? And why this, why that, like very much investigating and investing a lot of my time and energy in, into that event and, and the why around it more recently. And I mentioned this last week, it came through in the records. I wasn't really expecting it to, But with the whole Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey situation is so interesting because in the records, they basically kind of alluded to it being a distraction. And like, that's when I'm watching how it's playing out, it just, there's something about the whole thing that feels very off. And I love Taylor Swift feels very off to me, does not feel authentic to me. And so I, you know, but I'm still, you know, I'm trying not to consume as much content around it. Although every time I log on Instagram, it is in my face. Right. And why is that? Okay. Anyway, (laughs) I'm not going down the rabbit hole, but I saw a conspiracy theory linked to this, which made a lot of sense to me, to be honest, and found myself going down that rabbit hole again. And it's just like, okay, (laughs) what am I doing? And I had to take a moment and recognize that these conspiracies are taking me away from my purpose. They're taking my focus. They are taking my energy away from my path and my purpose. 
when I went into the records to ask about conspiracy theories, they showed me like the planting of a seed first of like a seed being planted. And then this seed I saw growing up into being like, you know, certain weed or type of plant that you just can't control. It's just like they grow everywhere (laughs) and they, they're just not this, whatever species it is, it just spreads like wildfire. Right. And you can't really, you can't really control it. You can't control the growth of it. And I just heard, be careful, be careful of what seeds you are planting. And once you start, the growth can be hard to manage. And then I was shown a dandelion, which is interesting. I was in the Akashic Records when I was teaching that last Reiki training, and they were giving me a dandelion dandelion analogy, but totally different, totally, totally different for my students. They showed me the dandelion. They showed me somebody, you know, when the dandelion, you know, it grows yellow, but then whenever, as it ages, I don't know how to, I don't know plant speak here, as it matures, as it is matures growing out of your grass, you know, when it turns white (laughs) and fluffy and then people blow on it. Well, that's the image I was shown in the records. And I just saw somebody blowing on this dandelion, this mature dandelion, and just all the seeds spreading, right? Just, just spreading all over the lawn. And then, you know, this time next year, whoa, just this crop of like all those seeds, we, you know, we didn't see evidence of them, but then they just grew up into this new crop of dandelions. And, and yeah, that's when they said, be careful of what seeds you are planting. Once you start, the growth can be hard to manage. And then they showed me that these conspiracy theories, it was like them taking me, it felt like Alice in Wonderland. Um, and maybe, I don't even know about Alice in Wonderland. Is the rat, like, does somebody follow a rat, that white rabbit? And does it take them to an alternate universe or something? I don't even know. I got to get better in my movies and things, but they showed me a little scene from Alice in Wonderland, basically just saw a rabbit and almost going down a rabbit hole. And what they told me in the records is that these conspiracy theories can be a form of avoidance and bypassing and that they operate on the frequency of fear. So they said, notice how you feel when you are consuming conspiracy content. Okay. Notice how it feels in your body. How do you feel? Do you feel calm when you are uh, consuming conspiracy theory content? Do you feel activated? Do you feel unsettled? They showed me that conspiracy theories like go hand in hand with central nervous system dysregulation and that attaching to the conspiracies can keep you in a dysregulated state. It's like these, every bit of new information about a conspiracy theory is like a dopamine hit or an adrenaline hit for you. And when I say for you, I'm also talking to myself because I've been having a little bit of, I've been having a little conspiracy theory problems lately, I think, because that uh, 
Travis Kelsey Tay Tay one just was uh, hitting. It was hitting the sweet spot for me. <laughs> That's the thing. It feels good, right? When you get a dopamine or adrenaline hit, it feels good in the moment. But it's like you want more and more. And it's almost like a bit of a drug. <laughs> you just want more of this information. And it's like, to what end? Okay. And for what purpose are you going down these rabbit holes? Of course, it is important for people to question and be curious and not accept things at face value. We want to be empowered, sovereign individuals. And I think some people believe, and I mean myself, I'm including myself in in this, (laughs) believe that to be empowered and sovereign, we will get to that goal through conspiracy theories because we've got it figured out and we're seeing through the, you know, we're, we're seeing through things. We are seeing the deception and the dysfunction. And so we are going to take back our power. But what they're saying in the records is that overly investing in these theories is actually doing the opposite. It's disempowering. It's taking away your power, your personal energy, and it can actually make you feel more helpless because a lot of these conspiracy theories are, they're very big, right? They are things that you personally probably can't change. You can't affect change in some of these large scale conspiracy theories. That being said, I do believe that some people's purpose at this time is to come here and to affect change, okay, to current systems. And that may involve bringing new information to light. It may involve being a whistleblower. It may involve leading a movement. But for many of us, engaging, like, And when I say engaging, I mean dedicating a lot of your personal energy, your time, your focus to these conspiracy theories is not for your highest good. It is not benefiting you, okay? Because if it's not in your purpose to be at the forefront of some of these situations, then you are really just, I I hate to say wasting your time, but this is what they're saying, wasting your time and your energy, dedicating yourself to the research, the focus, consuming all this content. They're saying your time is better spent focusing on how you can make a change, stepping into your purpose. They're saying that you must use personal discernment when choosing which campaigns to give your energy to. Most people are not going to benefit from overly investing in conspiracy theories because they take more than they give. I remember whenever the Hawaii fires were going on and I was consuming a lot of content and and seeing people who lived there that were had small accounts and bigger accounts were kind of boosting them up, but telling what's really going on here and that the mainstream media is not 
covering it, et cetera, et cetera. And I would be relaying this information to my husband and saying like all of my, you know, opinions around these fires and what was happening in the world and what's going on and all these theories. And my husband said, you need to stop this. (laughs) Whether it is true or isn't true, this is not something that is affecting our current reality. But when you're giving your energy to it, it's creating a drain and you are operating in a frequency of fear. And it's not to say that we shouldn't care about what was happening or is happening in Hawaii, that we can't feel empathy for that. But as someone who identifies as an empath, I have noticed throughout my life that when I watch the news, for instance, and see tragedies that happen around the world, I really absorb that energy and it affects me deeply, deeply. And I grieve and I feel the pain. And that's one of the reasons why I stopped watching the news is because I, it was draining my energy. I just was feeling too deeply when I would hear about these tragedies all around the world. And I had to realize that I needed to keep my focus on my life, the things that I can, you know, not necessarily have control over, but I, the areas where I can affect change. And unfortunately I can't affect change. Um, if there is a natural disaster somewhere, unless I am donating money or doing something like that, but me consuming the content that's upsetting me and seeing these people's stories and things, it's not productive for me personally. And everybody's different, but for me, it was taking a lot more from me than it definitely wasn't giving me energy. It was taking from me and taking me away from my own path. So the same kind of principle can be applied to conspiracy theories. You need to ask yourself, is me being invested in this conspiracy theory giving me energy or taking energy and focus away from me? And ask yourself, you know, do I feel in my heart that it is part of my soul's purpose to be involved with this certain event. Okay. Is this part of my calling? And maybe it is, maybe certain people, it is part of their purpose. I truly believe that, you know, with what is going on in Hawaii, there are people, you know, their soul's purpose are, are linked to that event. But when I was honest with myself, I knew that that wasn't part of my soul's path. And I do believe there is a greater spiritual purpose for what happened in Hawaii. But again, that is not part of my soul's mission in this lifetime. So I had to choose to disengage. I had to choose to disengage from the content to create space, to set some boundaries because it was taking over. It was literally taking over my life in some ways that I mean, that's a bit over-exaggerating, but it was just taking over my headspace. 
it's what I was thinking about all the time, you know, trying to have these conversations with my husband, just telling him all this information. And he was able to kind of bring it into perspective for me. So I started to, to see myself getting pulled a little bit whenever, just because I knew I felt like something was strange with the whole Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing. Something is off here. Something doesn't feel right. And then I see this conspiracy theory pop up, which made a lot of sense to me. And I've, <laughs> I had to pull myself back and say, okay, use your discernment. I don't believe that my soul's purpose is linked to anything with regards to Travis Kelsey or Taylor Swift or that conspiracy theory, okay? Uh, the information around it, not part of my soul's mission. <laughs> and so I had to make a conscious choice to disengage, find my middle space. And I feel like I always come back to the middle space in so many of these podcast episodes that place of neutrality, okay? Because there, there is so much polarity in the 3D. There is, there, it's just extremes always. And it's so easy to be pulled into the chaos and into the frequency of fear. It is so freaking easy. Oh, the other thing, I almost forgot. <laughs> the, yeah, the whole, the whole alarm um, on your phones. This is for the U.S. people, but um, the October fourth, you know, alert, emergency alert on the phones, and the the whole talk around that. And again, I am not saying with any of these things that some of these things don't hold truth. A kernel of truth, maybe some more, or maybe some don't hold any truth at all. Okay, but. It's all about the energies and reading some things around October 4th, I found myself kind of slipping towards a frequency of fear. And I'm like, what am I doing right now? This is not how we roll over here. <laughs> Find your middle space, abort, abort mission. Find your middle space. So I just feel like navigating these times is always about finding the place of neutrality. You don't need to go to either extreme, be the neutral observer, can't speak, <laughs> be the neutral observer in that middle space. Don't attach to anything. And it's very, very tempting to want to attach. I want to attach right to... <laughs> Taylor Swift's armpit. No, I don't know. I was going to say something about Travis Kelsey, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> it is. It's very tempting to want to attach, but you are being called to use your own personal discernment. Okay. And allow yourself some space so that you can make your own decisions come to your own conclusions from a place of calm and clarity. And if you are overly investing yourself in some of these conspiracy theories, I'm not sure if that frequency, the frequency of these theories promotes 
having clarity from a sense of calm. It feels, the energy just feels a lot more intense. And again, I get it if you are feeling conflicted. If you are awakening, you're questioning things. You don't want to be walking around with the blindfold on anymore. But it's just important for everyone to understand how the media is impacting us. And I'm not just talking big media, like what we're watching on television. It's the social media. It's the creators, you know, and that's where you probably are going to find more of these conspiracy theories on social media. And again, I'm not saying that there isn't truth to some of these things. I'm not saying that at all. This is solely about your energy, your power, being sovereign and not giving away your power to things outside of yourself and being able to stand confidently in your truth and to be a neutral observer and to make decisions from a place of calm and confidence and inner knowing. It's interesting in the records, they keep showing me this image of like a snowball. It's like as the snowball is rolling, you know, it started as like a little snowball and it's going kind of down a hill and it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And they're showing me that this snowball can be compared to a conspiracy theory in that it, whether it, it starts with truth or not, it has started intentionally. Okay. The person has to intentionally make the snowball. And then I see that person almost starting to roll it, roll it, roll it. And then it's getting a bit bigger and then kind of releasing it down this hill. And it's just like gaining more and more snow to make it bigger and bigger as it's moving down the hill and gaining more traction. And just, again, just showing, comparing this to conspiracy theories where then this little snowball turns into this almost, it's like this snow boulder, just kind of speeding down this hill a bit out of control. And they're saying, it doesn't matter if there's truth, if this is based on truth, if this is made up, it doesn't matter. It's just showing me the nature of these conspiracy theories that, you know, it's seeing more and more snow being added to it. It's getting bigger and bigger. And it's just showing me more and more people's opinions and energies attaching to this theory and getting bigger and bigger and bigger and more difficult to manage. And so it's just a reminder, I think, to just be conscious of where you're putting your energy, where you are putting your focus. And when you're putting your focus, your energies on some of these things that are outside of yourself, outside of your control, that you may need to bring yourself back, find your middle space, refocus and start to think of the things that you can do to affect positive change 
in your family, in your community, within the collective. When you find a lot of your energy is going to these things that you are not even able to change in any way, then you are misdirecting your energy. It's time to regroup and start to focus more on your path. Okay. Well, that's what came through in the records about conspiracy theories today. I'm just going to sign off here and try to go avoid reading anything about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. (laughs) I will admit though, sometimes it is entertaining. Okay. (laughs) I'm just a human over here trying to navigate this crazy world. And sometimes it is a bit entertaining. (laughs) I can't lie. I can't lie. But yeah, I'm going to try to closing up all the rabbit holes, people, and just trying to find my middle space in it all. But again, Follow your own guidance, use your own discernment as always, and trust yourself. Trust what's coming through for you. So I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I will see you here next week. Same place, same-ish time. Until next time, bye.